0: Why, hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Business Samurai podcast, a podcast about business and pop culture and also a companion podcast to the Business Samurai webcomic, which if you're watching on YouTube, you can see uh, a page from last week here. This is uh, one of the main characters, Li Shui, after she just takes um, some coffee and wakes up, which is what I need right now because I'm always about to pass out from overwork because that's the entrepreneur life. My name is Ramon Cuenca CFA. I'm the creator of Business Samurai. Um, and uh, if you like my art, if you like if you like my sensibilities after you listen to this podcast, if you're if you're a long-term listener or reader of the comic, uh, if you like my IP, um, you know, you know, please uh subscribe uh to the podcast and um read my comic and subscribe there. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh so this being a podcast about business and pop culture um last week I did an episode about um, a podcast episode excuse me about nfts since they were just kind of blowing up all of a sudden all all of a sudden um, I had been aware of their existence beforehand but man like 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 I said the other week in just one week three different people uh you know, or asking me or ta- telling me about NFTs and how, you know, that's pre- it's perfect for what I'm doing, which it is. But it's just funny that, you know, these aren't people you would normally associate with, like, you know, money or finance. So when you know it's hit the mainstream, that's when you know it's hit the mainstream, when everyone's just talking about it. And people who, who aren't normally in that kind of space are are aware of, uh, of the product because there's money to be made. Or they've seen people make a, a lot of money. So... Um, so that po- that episode last week on NFTs did really well, um, you know, I'm looking at my stats and I was like, wow, there's a huge spike in listeners and I even got some more views and even some subscribers to the Business Samurai uh, webcomic uh, because of it, I-, I think because of it, because I, I just saw the spike in uh, numbers over on my on the webcomic as well, which is good, because that is my entertainment IP. Um, so yeah, and uh, to all the new um, subscribers and uh, listeners, followers, uh, thank you so much and welcome. Um so uh it, it seems uh people can't get enough of NFTs and I know it's, it's obviously a craze anyone can tell you that and I've said before last week it's a bubble um everyone knows that but people you know it's like people know it's a bubble but they still want to try and make money because if it was if people were not making money then it wouldn't be a bubble right that's sort of like circular reasoning right the question is can you get in and get out in time right that's the hard part and I'm going to be talking about that a bit later. Investment versus speculation, which is which is what I want to talk about today with regards to NFTs. Um, okay, so uh, uh, to support, um, you know, to get a following and, you know, to kind of share my worldview and my artwork with people, I produce this podcast, which is now uh, releases episodes twice a week. Uh, so, um, given the popularity of NFTs, I want to make one of the, one of the weekly podcasts. So again, it's one out of two weekly podcasts. I want to make one of them just about NFTs, uh, for the time being, because honestly, I, I want more subscribers. I want to build out uh, this community. I'm going to milk the sucker dry, to be honest. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So as long as people are interested, I'm going to have a, every, um, you know, every Tuesday podcast be about NFTs since i'm i'm um I'm still learning more about it myself i mean i again I had been aware of the existence before because you know crypto i mean even for the past few years crypto and blockchain you know those te- those technologies were you know everyone was speculating that it's going to be applied to everything including art so it's not new but again it's taking off but I don't know the details and obviously um the fact that it's it's do it's exploding now, and the fact that uh creators can make a Residual income from secondary sales of, of the digital art, which means instead of just a one off, you know, thing by selling a digital painting, you get you get multiple you know, you get more than one every time it's resold, you get a little little cut. That is perfect for, for people in the creative industries. And that is something that is that would definitely help me and I think it's fantastic. So the thing about these bubbles is that, is that there's normally something fantastic about it, you know. That's great for human society, but again, people get greedy, I mean it's human nature, right? It is what it is uh uh let's see oh, i'm sorry excuse me i'm just looking at my list of things to talk about here so yeah as i learn you know i will go and learn more about it and then report to you every week and we can learn together about nfts the wonderful world of non-fungible tokens which again if you're just dropping in today and you don't you don't know what nfts are you can listen to my you can listen to my podcast excuse me last week about it and it was, it's called uh, nfts everyone and their mothers Um. Uh, all right and if you're if you're totally new here and you just you just clicked on this uh this uh, podcast uh, because you saw the words NFTs um welcome um, this is basically also uh uh this again my my IP for those of you who are new here it's, it's about it's using uh basically art specifically uh, manga style art in in the story to create an entertainment IP with characters and a plot you know it's about business it's ostensibly about business strategy but it's also my goal is besides you know creating a new uh uh, brand like an Asian Disney. Uh, it's it's also to um, it's, it's also to it's also an advocacy for money, what I call money literacy, meaning uh, not just financial literacy, but also or, or personal finance literacy, but also understanding business, uh, business um, finance, and the global economy, the domestic and the global economy. Uh, and I want there to be. I mean, my movement is basically one for uh, global citizenship, where we all work together to solve our economic problems uh via money literacy so i'm you know i, I want to make that basically a, a popular topic and um part of a global conversation and yeah so so it's two so my goal is twofold: folds create an asian an asian uh disney and when I, when I say disney i don't mean just like mickey mouse but like disney the holding company so marvel and star wars and also to create um and also to create a following for um as a movement for money, global money literacy and if you like that if you like that if you like, what, if you like my what i stand for my values and my entertainment ip if you like if you like reading my comic uh um yeah please subscribe and um i'm thinking about um about uh doing nfts for my own content as well and i'll get to that i'll, I'll get to that at the end of this um at the end of this episode so okay um so let's go to the topic at hand here um uh, before we dive in, within, in uh, succeeding episodes about NFTs, you know, I, and I know some of you are really excited about it, um, I, I want to talk about first and foremost, one of the first rules of investing, and I say this because I used to be a former equities research analyst at a private bank in Singapore, um, before I became, became an entrepreneur, uh, you have to be aware of the difference between investing and speculating. Um so I go back to a you know uh to a book by Benjamin Graham called The Intelligent Investor and for those of you who don't know Benjamin Graham was a professor of I can't I don't think it was finance it was securities analysis in Columbia University in New York in the mid 20th century and uh he was the mentor of Warren Buffett who I'm sure many of you know uh like one of the richest men in the world richest people in the world excuse me um um who's made who's you know made uh, very uh sharp and uh, very very good investments successful and in, in, uh um financially sound investments over the pa- over the past few decades and he always uh he always recommends that people understand the principles that his mentor Benjamin Benjamin Graham told him so often he talks about books like the intelligent investor so uh so and uh you read this book the intelligent investor and i'm i'm not going to talk about it too much with this uh on this episode but basically it's it's a more conservative view about things you know um he he talks about and i'm, I'm just paraphrasing here I, I haven't read it i mean it's i read it over, over a decade ago but the and I, the i mean i don't i forget the exact wording but the principles are still there um investing versus speculating so in, in in uh graham's definition and if you um and i mean i'm sure some of you can probably correct me in the exact wording but basically in in, in a nutshell it's uh investing is investing in something with sound fundamentals which means you know for example that uh you understand that they're, they're going to there will be steady cash flows It's it's a more conservative outlook on things versus speculating when there's something new and exciting but you don't know uh what's going to happen next in the future even though it looks like it's it's a hot you know it's a hot hot new investment right so the the edition of the of the intelligent investor that i read which which was a 2008 edition uh there was commentary by a writer named Jason Zwig Zweig uh i'm sorry if i'm butchering that name but basically you know he talked up his example of of you know Investing versus speculating is that, like in the '60s, for example, the '50s or '60s, people were so excited about um, air transport, airplanes, basically. But that, that turn I mean, even if the technology is there and it's fantastic, obviously the, it's, it, it, I mean, the whole human race has benefited from air travel. Uh, investing in an airline company is normally not a good decision for a lot of reasons. Like the, it's just not a very profitable business for structural reasons, which I won't get into now. Maybe in a future podcast, but yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a classic example. Whereas, for example, investing in what Buffett's invested in, Warren Buffett has invested in, for example, like uh, like you know, like energy utilities, energy power producers. It's a very stable business in that sense. Like you have a everyone needs electricity; they pay a monthly bill. So that's a, it, it's an it, it's an investment in that sense because uh, uh, more or less the the underlying business fundamentals are sound. Cause it's proven so it's, it's just a more conservative approach and again you can obviously there are people who have made money like I mean most famously during the I mean the, into the internet um, people have made a lot of money um, banking on on uh, unproven technologies I mean the most famous example is Jeff Bezos at this point the the founder of Amazon he's like the world's richest person now is like a gazillionaire uh, because he, he he quit his job and took a big bet on um, on the internet and survive the dot com bubble, uh, so it's you know smart and very busy savvy guy. So I'm not saying you can't, but uh, but you and I are not Jeff Bezos. Maybe so, maybe you are, but I'm sure most of you aren't, and I'm definitely not. <laughs> um, especially if this is if this is not your full time job, I have to and I want to uh, uh, highlight that especially if you if you're getting on getting on the NFT craze, and this is not your full time job, you don't have the, you don't have the time. To research everything and, and be up to date on everything. If it's your full-time job, then fine, do it. Um, as they say, I, I like to say, this is, this is my own, I'm, this is me quoting myself, Ramon Cuenca, CFA. Uh, um, entrepreneurship is the ultimate investment because you're putting everything into like what you're doing as, as an entrepreneur, as, excuse me, as an entrepreneur. And as many of you know, um, I quit my job to uh, get into content because uh, over uh, almost a decade ago now I saw that uh, there was going to be a war for entertainment IP and things are changing and now that's now my thesis is proven being proven correct with the, in, in the in the form of the streaming wars which uh, I've talked about significantly in the past um, so yeah uh, but again like. I can do that because you know I, I can live with my parents. My parents are well off; they can they can support me. They've been willing to support me for a long time, maybe too long. But <laughs> you know, no one gets the timing right perfectly. And you know, I was able to hone my skills. But um, but don't go jumping off a cliff unless unless you have something to back you up financially. If you don't, you have to find another way. If money is important. Um, so yeah. So again, I mean, I can't talk about your your own specific situation. But keep those principles in mind: investing versus speculating. And If you want to speculate, here's the thing: like uh, in this book, uh, uh, the Intelligent Investor, Graham said, you know, it's fun to speculate; it's fun to get things right. But just be careful about about your own personal finances. You know, think about you. You can't. And I, I'm just bringing up stuff, stuff that I learned from the CFA, from the CFA exam here, with the, the the Chartered Financial Analyst exam, which I took, which is a gold standard for investment analysts. Uh, you have to look at things as a whole. You can't just look at like you know, uh, oh nfts but you have to look at like your own your bank account your career like how much money you're making in your own job how steady is your job how much money you earn from your your, your existing job uh what your plans are for the future do you, or do you, or what your plans are now like if you take care of like aging parents or or you're having a kid or something like that or or you got to pay off student debt for my friends in the us uh that's definitely a concern um you know like you have to take all those things into account um so you, this is basically, you're, you're looking at what in finance terms is called your, your own, your total portfolio, your whole portfolio, including financial capital and human capital, which is like your, basically your ability to earn money based on your schooling and other factors as well. But, you know, schooling is a big part of it. I will should talk about that another, in another podcast. Anyway, so, uh, so let's get to it. So I'm urging you, in short, I'm urging you to practice restraint when you invest in NFTs. So let's go into um so uh um i want to sort of um expand this topic into um into um of the real world so practical uh, application of, of of theory you know theory is nothing without practice otherwise it's just theory and it's, it exists in the it exists in someone in people's minds so um you know i, I wanted to put more detail into what i was talking about last week about the huge ridiculous art sale at, at christies it was by a, a digital artist named beeple and uh it was a, like he had been apparently posting uh digital art every day since like 2007 and then he uh made a collage of the first 5000 pieces of art he did so the fir- it, the, the piece of art is called the first 5000 days and it sold at a christies auction for 69.3 million dollars so yeah it's a lot of money um and, and he sold a jpeg for 69 million dollars yeah so uh you know the 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 biggest skeptics uh you know um i haven't seen too much reporting about nfts on the mainstream uh i mean it's all over the internet right but the mainstream media at least the two the the two publications i read from so the, the financial times and the wall street journal i mean they definitely cover it but it's it's not often on the front page like you know the the headlines or anything like that so the uh so it, it doesn't always catch my eye right away so i actually i actually, i actually had to dig uh on both websites to find out what they thought about or at least what uh, some of the writers or journalists thought about nfts and uh in the financial times <laughs> they showed a, at least one of the writers showed a picture of a uh, of beanie babies like uh, back in the 90s so for the for for uh, my younger listeners um beanie babies there was a whole collection thing about beanie babies which are uh, basically stuffed animals and there was a couple that was going to divorce and they were fighting over the who gets to split the Beanie Babies collection? And then there there's a photo that, that was taken of them in court. And then the Financial Times in one article or in one op-ed they show this picture. Just, just to remind people what this stuff is for you know for NFTs. So uh but there's a key difference, which I'll talk about in a second. Um But yeah, uh actually, you know what? Let's talk about it now. So, I mean at the same time, Beanie Babies are getting big, so is Pokemon, which is also like, you know, gotta collect them all, right? But but Pokemon has has at last has excuse me, has outlasted Beanie Babies. Uh in no small part to it being a transmedia property with a with a plot and narrative, which I talked about last week in uh is in my podcast entitled Is Everything Becoming a Cinematic Universe? So check that out too. But yeah, so there's a reason why. So but yeah, uh so that's why that's basically in a nutshell, bull uh bull case versus bear case on NFTs. You have uh Beanie Babies versus Pokemon. Right? Um so, but what I didn't know too is that uh, as a uh, there's an, uh, there's an, there was one article in the Financial Times called uh, NFTs are, are the latest get rich quick scheme for the crypto sphere, and they did mention that the buyer of of Beeple of Beeple's uh, first five thousand days uh, JPEG spent sixty nine million dollars. Uh, the buyer was uh, as a, 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 we don't know who it is, right? Uh, it, it, it was the pseudonym the main uh the, the the name given was a pseudonym excuse me a pseudonym meaning like a alias right name uh, called Metakovan M E T A K O V A N and this fellow owns like the world's biggest NFT fund and was already the biggest owner of people's work right so NFT fund I, I I did more digging into that and basically he owns an, an a gallery of of uh a digital gallery of of NFT uh digital art so it's like so this article was saying like you know conflict of interest here, right? Like, it's it it shouldn't be according to this op-ed it shouldn't be seen this this sale of for sixty nine million dollars should not be seen as representing the true market value of NFTs, but as PR expenditure. So public relations expenditure because again this guy is heavily invested in um in, in NFT in digital art, so. So, um, so buyer beware. I mean, th- it is not a true representation of the market. So again, uh, you have to know that it, it, and no one talks. I mean, it, I, I just, I, well, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos like, uh, of NFT people and, they, and a lot of them don't talk about this, you know, I guess conflict of interest for them too, right? So again, buyer beware, please beware investment versus speculation. Please, please be careful. Uh, so, uh, speaking of YouTube, right um uh i want to talk about some of these youtube videos i've been watching and be careful and again here be careful about people who are hyping it all the time uh because they might have a conflict of interest i mean when they uh, i mean mean, here's here's a great area about that because if they're honest about the fact that they're invested in nfts and they're saying all the saying all these positive of course they're going to be positive on it right so I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but the, the, the trick is you have to be careful when they're not giving you the whole picture about things. That's when you have to be, you have to be uh, aware. Obviously, they're going to say good things about it because they want the value of what they own, which they, which they, which they disclose to you that, they, that they're invested in super bullish on NFTs. But again, uh, you have to read from various sources, right? Um so one guy and I, I talked about him briefly last week who's been who's all in, who was all in on nfts is, is gary vaynerchuk um and you know i mean i, I generally like the guy and uh you know I, I have a lot of his work a lot of his advice has been very useful to me as, as an entrepreneur i mean he's the reason why i'm doing podcasts because i you know i didn't know there's a software i use for podcasting is anchor basically you upload it and like uh you upload to this to just one platform anchor and then uh it, uh, it releases to all the major platforms, and I didn't know about that unless I listened to Gary Vee. So I didn't know about Anchor without Gary Vee, um, as he's called, as, as he's known, as he's known um, informally. Um, so there is a YouTube video of his I was watching. It's called The NFT Bubble. Why 97% of all NFT art right now is a bad investment. See, be careful about this, and I'll talk about this why. So he actually says, and he's very honest about this. Like I'm invested in, in, in NFTs. There's a long term benefit, but it's a bubble right now. Most of the investments are gonna be bad. Yeah, he's right. He's right in all counts, right? So so it seems that um uh, it, it seems that um you know he's uh he's critical about it, right? So it, it seems like, you know he's being even-handed about it even though he's invested in it which is good which is good right um but what's interesting about this podcast so it's him and this other guy talking there's a it's a because it's 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 a recording of gary vaynerchuk talking with uh the podcast host of the non-pungible excuse me non-non-fungible podcast right who apparently is a teacher as far as i know i I think it's what he mentioned before in this podcast he's a teacher and around the 18-minute mark uh he, this teacher this fellow uh, he was creating his own digital art right so sold his first piece, he sold his first piece of the other day uh took the bitcoin logo basically put it into an app called photo Mash, and made it look like a fried egg fried egg and then call, and called it fried bitcoin that is basically modern art in a nutshell by the way you know this is just this is just modern quote-unquote modern art right uh, on steroids, right? So I talked about last week about how like people, someone in in art Basel in the in the physical analog world, some some guy just duct taped a, a banana onto a wall and it sold for three for like three hundred k, three hundred thousand dollars. So it's modern art. Anything could be art now. That's why anyone could be an artist, which is right. So which is why. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk was talking in his, bo- his podcast, like, hey, everyone can be an artist now, basically, is what he's saying, right? Because he's talking about how he likes to draw, too. Oh, I like to doodle, you know? So, obviously, he's setting up to sell his own stuff, which is, you know, fine. He's, it's it's, he, it's all in his right to do that. He's very honest about it. Uh, so, he's saying, like, you know, in the future, after this, the bubble is over, like, hey, wait a minute. Am I an artist, too? Is, he, is he saying what most people will be thinking? So everyone's going to be a social media expert and all this stuff or excuse me everyone's going to be um, an artist blah 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 um carpenters can be an artist but here here and then you know it's talking about how um nfts can be applied to like other things and here's here's where i i, I kind of have you know, I mean, cause he, at this point he's he's speculating, which is you know, which is fine. It's speculation, right? Speculation, not investment, right? You know, maybe this will happen. Maybe that, maybe that'll happen. The problem here is when when we get to, when we get to this discussion, you know, we're not talking. We're just talking about the, the about the um about the um about the supply issue where uh, people, you know, supply and demand, right? This is the basics of of economics and business, right? Uh, he's only talking about one dimension about that, which is just you know, oh, everyone's gonna be an artist, you know. But again, as I talk, as I said last week, it is really hard to to get a significant following of followers. It's <laughs> following of followers. That's that's redundant, but it is significantly hard, difficult to get a following. It is very, very difficult, you know. Um, which is why, um, which is why you should be careful about just j- jumping in if you're thinking about quitting your job and being an artist now. Uh, it is very difficult to do that, and you know, to be fair, you can actually watch Gary Vaynerchuk's videos because he's very—he's been very good at that, you know. Partially, I mean, but partially hard work, partially being really smart and being really street smart, but also you know, he was at the right place at the right time too, which is always a factor in, in being being an entrepreneur. It's it's a huge factor which a lot of people don't really talk about, but it's there. Um, so. Yeah, uh, so just be careful about that. Even when you you get drawn to the hype, uh, you know, a lot of the times what they're saying is right. You know, that's the hard part. A lot of the times what people are saying is correct. You know, and they, a lot of the times they're sensible, but then you, you still get drawn into the hype anyways. You know, so I'm saying, be careful, be careful, be careful. Uh, mod um, what was I saying? Um, uh, self, some self restraint. You know, because everyone's talking. Everyone's like, you know. Uh, obviously, the numbers short in my own analytics. You guys want to know. You guys want to know NFTs. Maybe you want to invest in be, or quit your job and be an artist. I promise you, it is not that easy. Um, so here's another thing too. Here's another. Th- here's another example too of why you know even though I really I, I do you know I'm a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and I do listen to a lot of what he says. Um, you have to be careful about what when they get too excited about things because uh, here's an example, uh, Bitcoin. Which I haven't talked about much in this podcast, but, um, you know, because I, you know, I, I don't like talking about things I don't have a full, complete grasp on, which is why I talk more about pop culture in this podcast, because that's the thing I'm following now, obviously for my own, for my own business. Uh, but um, I was I was recently listening to a podcast that he was, that he had released called uh, The Future of Bitcoin, NFTs and the Decentralized Web, right? So at the, at the around seven at around the, the seven nineteen seven twenty mark uh he's asked a question by someone in in the audience um do does he think bitcoin will actually be used as uh money right um, which which by the way, I don't think it ever will be in not in, not in a significant way it's it, for me to store of value like gold right but anyways I'll talk about it in a second uh he's saying people accept bitcoin all the time, and the question is what happens next, so this is not true at all. Not everyone accepts Bitcoin all the time. Um, people, some people prefer cash, especially outside of the U.S. Right? Um, and here's the thing: if he's saying if people believe in it, it becomes, which is you know, and he brings up gold, right? People decided uh, gold is, is valuable, and then that, that's that's like a partial truth. Is it is gold valuable because people decided it for it to be valuable, or is it because some people did decide for it to, be, to become valuable, and then governments decided it was valuable, right? Not once in this part of the podcast did he ever mention the role of government in this. Government, 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 government. Right. Here's the thing: gold was a currency for a long time, and before the the mid 20th century, which is uh, uh, bills were used as money to, as representative of gold. Right. That was called the gold standard until Nixon Nixon took took, took the U.S. off the gold standard and hence the rest of the world and became what's called a fiat currency, but Currency, uh, whether it's gold, whether it's uh you know paper bills or coins, currency is political, and not only that, it's geopolitical. You know, governments use that not just not just to uh, uh, and I hate to use this word because you know it depends on your political view here, but like it's used partially to influence how the population works. So uh, the central bank, for example, will change interest rates. You know. Basically, taking control of the of the the local domestic currency to affect human behavior, the behavior of the country's citizens, for whatever reasons. For example, they want to, you know, um, push the economy forward, or they want to slow it down, whatever reason, depending on the context, right? Um, So it's political, and it's also geopolitical in the sense that currency. We don't, you know, we people trade with each. I mean, sorry, excuse me. Countries trade with each other. And whoever, all 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 other things equal, whoever has a cheaper currency has a more competitive product. So that's another reason too. And for those reasons, for those major political and geopolitical reasons, uh, something like Bitcoin, which is decentralized, which the government has no control over, was never going to take over. Is never going to take over uh, as a as a currency, both uh, domestically and internationally. Right. I've said it there, period, and you know what uh, Mark Cuban shares my view, so there, <laughs> so that's the thing, so be careful like you know oh, he, he's obviously super bu- i mean ver Vay- chuck is obviously super bullish on bitcoin, but he you know, and again, you know that's his opinion, but he fails to mention uh what's what's um the role of government here, uh, to be fair though um he does admit that he doesn 't know if the bitcoin will be the currency for the world, so this would be fair to him, so again. I'm not. I'm not saying like don't believe in anything he says, because I listen to I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk a lot too, you know, and he seems like a nice guy to be honest. But like, uh, um, um, where was I going with this? Uh, just try and listen to more than one source, and especially listen to the bull case and the bear case, as we say as we say in the finance industry. There's a bull case and a bear. There's a base case. There's a bull case and there's, there's a bear case. So look at all points of view uh, before you make a decision. So do your homework practice restraint and be aware that unless you're doing this full-time like don't put your life savings into this right unless you you know again unless you're doing it full-time then by all means if you're ready to do it then go for it right so please practice restraint um yeah so that's it for this podcast for today um if you like my art, if you like my sensibilities and, uh, again, please subscribe to this podcast. Uh, you know, you can support me on Patreon. Uh, the most important thing I need right now is, uh, subscribers directly on my webcomic. So there's a link in the description to webtoon, which is a comics hosting platform. The main one I'm using, um, you can subscribe directly there and you can read the comic too. If you like it, please, if you like it and it, it genuinely, uh, it genuinely entertains you. Uh, please subscribe. Um, since I am, uh, fundraising this year. Um, and yeah, and if you think uh, business samurai is a good investment for you, um, I, I am planning to uh, do my own um, um, NF, uh, NFPs in the future. But again, do your own due dil- diligence on me as well, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, and again, please share, uh, please share this podcast, please share the web comic. Uh, that uh, that's definitely helps me a lot. So I'll th- uh, thank you, and I'll see you on uh, Thursday. Bye bye.